You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver. Hosted by myself, George Stoya, the Denver Gazette. My good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, are you staying warm this morning? Yeah, I am. As you can see, I have all my uh, my Broncos. Uh, you know, hat today. So yes, I'm trying to stay as warm as one could in these uh, frigid temperatures that we're dealing with here in the Mile High City. How about yourself? I am. I'm staying warm. Um, I can uh, hear the the snowplow outside of my um, my <laughs> apartment here. Hopefully, the listeners cannot hear it. Um, but uh, it is it's negative 18 right now, Nick. Uh, so wow. freezing cold. The Broncos still have practice today. Uh, a little bit later today, obviously, they'll be in the Pat Bowl and indoor uh, facility, and I will be over there. Um, you know, I, I don't plan on being outside a whole lot, Nick, but I, I will be making my way to uh, Dove Valley today for practice. But, Nick, we have some really good news to share for Broncos uh, country this morning, and that's that Pat Sertan has made the Pro Bowl. He's the first guy to make the Pro Bowl since, I believe, Justin Simmons and Bradley Chubb made it in 2020, which means no one made it in 2021. Uh, but Nick, just what's your reaction to Sertan? I feel like none of us should be surprised. I mean, he's been, um, you know, one of the best corners in the league. Um, you know, he is a starter too. Um, so that means he was one of the top vote getters, uh, to, to be starting the pro bowl as well. But just what was your reaction to Pat Sertan, uh, making the pro bowl? Uh, I was happy that this actually happened to be totally honest, George. Uh, I, I thought he should have been voted in uh, last year. I know some feel as though that was a little premature for a guy who was just coming into the league. And once again, the team wasn't pe- performing well. And, and this is what you run into when the Pro Bowl votes come out. Uh, the players have the opportunity to vote. Fans have their opportunity to vote as well. And usually when a team is performing poorly, it has a negative effect on other players on that team that uh, had great seasons. So the fact that PS2 was able to be voted in and be a starter, like you said, it is extraordinary because it speaks volumes to him as a player. But it also shows, though, you know what? The Broncos have been trying to find a culture, an identity. And no, they're not back. But this still tells me, even with him being on the bad team, you know, guys around the league, but more importantly, fans, they still see this team. They still see... PS2 is being one of the better corners in this league. So uh, for me, this is something definitely that uh, the Broncos and George Payton can celebrate. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had a really good season, Nick. Uh, you look at his statistics, uh, 55 tackles, which he's going to you know top his uh, career high last year. I believe it was 58 tackles, 10 passes defense, 
only two interceptions. But, um, you know, as I as I mentioned last night on Twitter is, you know, they don't target him. People don't throw the ball at him, which is the ultimate respect uh, as a cornerback. But he's the first corner to, to, to make the Pro Bowl, uh, Broncos corner to make the Pro Bowl since Chris Harris Jr. in 2018. Uh, first second year Bronco to be selected since wide receiver Cortland Sutton in 2018. Uh, and I believe he's he's the youngest corner since I think Champ Bailey uh, to be selected as a Bronco. So obviously some some good uh, company there, Nick. And he's also you mentioned George Payton. He's his first draft pick uh, to ever uh, be selected to the Pro Bowl, obviously selected ninth overall out of Alabama a year ago. So um, hats off off to Sertan. Again, I, I'm not surprised at all, Nick. Uh, the guy has had an, an, an unbelievable uh, first couple years here in Denver. And I did want to ask you, Nick, where have you seen – you mentioned that you thought he should have made it last year. Where have you maybe seen uh, the biggest jump from him last year to this year? And I know some people, when you look at corners, they look at pass breakups and interceptions. And, and he had more last year. Uh, I think he had, what, four or five interceptions last year, uh, 14 pass breakups a year ago. But what have you seen him – uh, improve upon this year well for me it was is his tackling it's not the fact it's not that he could not tackle uh and you always uh, have to be aware of this term hey this guy's a willing tackler that means that you find a guy who would only tackle if he's forced to tackle and when i evaluate corners like i was evaluating ps2 when he came out of alabama two seasons ago that was one of the biggest things i wanted to look for I mean, because I played with Champ Bailey, and Champ was a corner, but he was kind of a, a safety based on his mentality, and he wouldn't shy away from, from tackles. And that's where PS2 stepped his game up. He became more of a physical uh, tackler than he was last year. And once again, let's not be mistaken. I'm not saying that he didn't tackle last year. He did. But this year, you saw him make more of those physical presence types of tackles, so much so that uh, he jumped off the radar when it came to uh, other teams. They had to know exactly where he was on the field because when you think about what the game is, it's become somewhat of a passing game, but you still have to run the ball in this league. And if a team feels as though they have a corner that will not tackle, I mean, they're not even going to worry about throwing the ball. They're just going to run the ball down his throat. But he's one of those corners that makes the offensive coordinator change his game plan, change his rhythm, because he knows that, one, we're not going to be that successful passing in his direction. And, two, when we try to run on this side constantly, he was going to be one of those guys that's going to force the edge on the point of attack, and that's something that's been recognized by fans around the league. Yeah, I mean, he he's definitely improved upon his tackling. I know that um, that's what – he talked about the other day, actually, I think it was a week ago, he was asked about where he thinks he, he's made the most improvement. And he said tackling. Uh, and you look at his statistics, Nick, uh, like I said, he has 55 tackles this year. He had 58 a year ago. So uh, I think that shows that he's been a little bit more aggressive. He's going to obviously pass that um, with these last three games, barring an injury or something like that. Um, you know, And then he also has a couple tackles for loss this year, which I don't know if he had any a year ago. So He's definitely improved in that area. I think he's gotten more physical. And I, I think he's also, Nick, and he, he's obviously gotten better. But I think last year, Nick, a lot of a lot of teams, when they faced him, they'd say, oh, it's a rookie corner. They knew he was talented, right? Right. They, they, they gave him a lot of chances last year, and that's why he had so many interceptions and so many pass breakups. This year, it's very noticeable 
in games that teams are going away from him. And when they have gone at him, other than Devontae Adams and a couple catches maybe by DJ Moore, uh, teams have paid for it, man. It's either been batted down or, you know, lately intercepted. I mean, obviously Patrick Mahomes, uh, he got one a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then this last week, you know, Sertan sealed off that that win, um, you know, for the Broncos. So, again, hats off to Pat Sertan. Well, well deserving. I wonder if he'll, you know, maybe be be an all pro as well. I, I don't know, Nick. I, I know that that's kind of a, a tough one to get. But when you're a starter in the Pro Bowl, I would assume you'll be up for all pro. But I'll, you mentioned Champ Bailey, Nick. Um, he had 12 Pro Bowls in his career. He made 12 Pro Bowls. Do you think Pat Sertan – I, I, I don't want to – I know it's early in Pat Sertan's career, and I don't like to compare early, but do you think Sertan can get anywhere near that number? Obviously, Champ Bailey is one of the greatest uh, to play corner in NFL history, but do you think he can he can reach maybe 12 Pro Bowls like Champ? Yeah, I think it's possible, but when we look at it, it, it will not be due to uh, a lack of talent and, and ability. The one thing that you worry about, and, and Champ uh, definitely had it, was longevity. That's the thing that's always the biggest concern. How healthy are you going to be? If he is uh, healthy, yeah, absolutely. When he was coming out of Alabama, that was one of the things that uh, I tossed out there. That that was my closest comparison, especially watching him and watching the way that he worked, was saying, hey, look, he reminds me of Champ Bailey. Yeah, he's taller than Champ, but his approach to the game, you watch him at practice, uh, I guess the, the, the sharp – focus and concentration but more importantly the one thing that i look at is his his footwork and maybe i would uh remain as a corner in this league if my footwork was uh similar to his but it's, it wasn't so i was moved to the safety position but when you watch him work with his feet man it, it, it is uh a thing of beauty and I, I know you start off by saying that yeah you know we, we all anticipated this as far as ps2 getting to this point Let's be totally honest, George. Not everyone anticipated this. Um, there, there were heavy criticism of not, not not the player. Some people did the player, but it was mostly the pick and George Payton as to why he chose a corner in the first round. He could have waited to try to get someone else, and he didn't really have to do that with the first round pick. And I said, well, the, you know, to draft a corner with a skill set like PS2, I mean, you you you're lucky. These guys don't come around, you know, often. You know, you're not having, you know, five or six guys like this that you can handpick and select from, you know, in the upcoming draft. So it's amazing. But I'll also add this to it. Uh, early on in the season, you know, there were, you know, criticism of PS2 because of Devontae Adams' play and the DJ Moore. Really quickly on the DJ Moore play. I mean, that was just a great throw and great catch. That's going to happen in this league. And what happened to PS2 and we talk, I talked to him about this after the game in the locker room. And one of the things that we talked about was, you know, his anticipation. His anticipation has gotten so much better. And this is why the play with Devontae Adams happened, because teams are now trying to scheme against him. They, they, they realize that they can't line up their all-pro wide receivers and just beat him one-on-one. So they have to get creative themselves and how they deploy their wide receivers. That's why we see so many wide receivers and what we call reduced splits. They're not outside the numbers, right? They reduce their splits to make it easy for those guys to get off the jam. And that's what happened with that Devontae Adams play. I mean, once again, we talked about it, and they just got him on that play. Things like that are going to happen, but we're seeing 
how he's impacting the game, George, in a whole nother level than we've seen any other corners, you know, impact games. And not to take anything away from Sauce Gardner, and who's an extraordinary corner in his own right, but I don't think teams are looking at Sauce the same way they're looking at PS2 and say, well, we need to move our wide receivers around to make sure that they can get off press coverage. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting conversation with Sauce because I think he, he's a good player, right? Um, I don't think he's as good as Sertan. Um, and I think a large part of why he ended up not only getting in, but Sauce Gardner is also the other starter for the AFC, is he? I think he had the largest fan vote uh, of any defensive player in the AFC. And that's what's really impressive about Sertan making it and being a starter is he wasn't even on the list uh, for top fan vote getters, which tells you that he got a lot of really high votes from his uh, you know, colleagues, players around the league, as well as coaches, because those are the other two-thirds of the votes that go into this. So, again, obviously a lot of respect for Sertan across the league. Nick, before we take a break here, uh, Justin Simmons was the only other Bronco that was even listed. He, he didn't make it, but he's a first alternate, obviously – Justin has made it before. Like I said, I, I believe it was 2020 that made his, made his first Pro Bowl. He's also been a, um, you know, an all-pro guy, I think, two years. So were you surprised Justin didn't make it? Uh, and was there anybody else on the Broncos that you were like, that guy should have gotten uh, at least an alternate maybe? No, uh, there were not a lot of guys on this roster that that should have I've been voted in. Now, now Bradley Chubb was having a great season, but now he plays for the Miami Dolphins. So he would have been the other guy that I would have said that, yeah, he was a shoe-in for getting a Pro Bowl vote. But, you know, Justin's been in this situation before. And being a first alternate is not the same as being voted in to the Pro Bowl, but it's still an acknowledgement of what you've done up to that point this season. So he's still an extraordinary safety. And we'll just see what happens. You know, here's the crazy thing about the Pro Bowl. You know, when you, once we get to the towards the end of the season, a lot of guys uh, either have injuries or they say they have injuries, which allow other guys to get into the Pro Bowl. So let's just say that happens at the end of the season and Justin Simmons slides in there. Either way, he still is one heck of a player, but this still tells me that there are other players around the league who are validating the Broncos players. And it also says how much that, that defense is uh, respected as well around the league. Yeah, 100%. And it, it, it's tough for Justin, Nick, because the way the voting works is that the Pro Bowl takes two strong safeties and they take one free safety. And if they take two free safeties, Justin's in, right? Because uh, this year, you know, they took Minka Fitzpatrick um, from Pittsburgh, who's really good. I mean, you know, he's obviously deserving of making a Pro Bowl. Um, but you look at Justin statistically, you know, five interceptions this season, he missed what, four or five games this year with injury, and he's still a first alternate. And really, again, the Pro Bowl should probably consider, you know, if you're going to take two strong safeties, which were, you know, Derwin James for the Chargers and Jordan Poyer for for the Bills, who, again, two really deserving players there, uh, you should probably take two free, free safeties too. Um, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to not take two there. So uh, kind of sucks for Justin in that sense because he, he definitely should have made it, don't you? Th- I, mean, I, I mean, when you look at it that way, it's like, Come on. Yeah, George, uh, I have um, personal experience with this situation. Yeah. That was my argument uh, back in 05, 06, because uh, there was Troy Palomalu, there was John Lynch, and then there was Ed Reed. 
So both John and Troy play strong safety and Ed play free safety. So I played free safety as well. And I had one heck of a season and I, I, I didn't get in. And it was a moment where I thought I was going to get in. I thought uh, Mike Shanahan was going to make that announcement, but I was so disappointed when I did not get that uh, Pro Bowl acknowledgement, even though I had a Pro Bowl season. So I, I know what is going through uh, Justin's head and, He's an extraordinary player. And some would tell you, man, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you, it does. It really does matter because it's your peers voting you in. And it's that that recognition that you get around the league as being a Pro Bowl player. And that's something that uh, carries forward with you uh, through the remaining of your life. So for me, uh, I missed my opportunity. Uh, as you can tell, I still haven't gotten over it. And I'm, I'm like you. Hopefully they change the rule to get two guys in there because when with the rule being being the way that they are, you leave an extraordinary player like Justin Simmons out, and I think that's a shame. Yeah, and I think a lot of people would agree that Justin deserves to be in. And obviously Justin, he's going to speak today, I believe, and he'll get up there and, and say, oh, it's you know not about me and, and talk about Pat, but it does suck, uh, and it is something that means a lot to, I think, a lot of these players. So. Um, you know, hopefully Justin, I think he's still got some some years left in him, some Pro Bowl type years. And again, if he's not injured this year, I bet he has he's having a career year in terms of interceptions and some of his some of his statistics. So, um, you know, hopefully he, he gets back there. Maybe he gets, you know, a second team all pro or something like that. I know there he had a couple seasons that he made all pro but didn't make the Pro Bowl, which is just, you know, tells you kind of how much kind of tells you how much do what? It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, well, and it, that just tells you how bad the Pro Bowl voting is. Again, yeah, Pat Sertan, you know, is so respected by uh, his is you know again players around the league and coaches, but was like last in fan voting. <laughs> it's like if that would have kept him out, I think Broncos country might have rioted. But uh, anyways, <laughs> Nick, we gotta we gotta take a quick break, uh, and then we'll dive into uh, some of Broncos uh, some of their their matchups this week uh, heading into the Rams and where they can. Uh, again, take another step forward with three games left. 